0: Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screen. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in Creative Nonfiction.
1: And my name is Leslie, and I hold an MFA in Creative Writing Fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy, and I'm your co-host.
1: And I'm Leslie. Hey, Amy.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Leslie, I have a confession to make. Oh, no. what? I kind of got white girl wasted last night. (laughs) Oh, no. What happened? And It's been a long time. And here's how you know you're getting old. So we went to this local cider place and I had like six ciders, which is a lot for me. I don't even know how my stomach is in one piece. (laughs) And there was a musician. And, you know, after like cider number three, you start treating the musician like a jukebox and you're just like, play this, play that, you know, whatever. Yeah, But... How you know you're old is you spend the evening not hanging out with the musician, but hanging out with the musician's parents. <laughs>
1: what the parents?
0: What the? <laughs> Who were oh, like no. legit old people. Like they were in their 70s. And I was chilling with them. Pardon. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I'm a little slow on the uptake today.
1: Okay. Well, well, we'll try to handle <laughs> you with kid gloves. We'll be nice to
0: you. And I did the, um, <clears throat> Amy's hangover prevention. What I always do, which is when you wake up in the middle of the night, cause you inevitably do mm-hmm. you chug an entire Gatorade and you take two Advil at that point. Oh God. This and, is awful. And it like, it helps with the hydration yeah oh yeah but it's been a long 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 time since I felt that drunk so I I enjoyed myself but I think (laughs) it'll be like another three years until it happens again lordy lord and here I am
1: another sign that I'm old and here I am like saying like I need to squeeze this recording and say we go
0: to church for Palm Sunday what's wrong (laughs) with me (laughs) That's okay. I need to squeeze this recording in so I could go to Home Goods. So more, more white girl stuff that I'm doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm like a fake Catholic in the sense that I only go for like the holidays, like the mm. big holidays. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I like going to Palm Sunday. It's like my favorite Catholic holiday because you get like a little souvenir. It's like a piece of a plant, yes. <laughs> and they turn into the shape of like a cross. And I'm like, so, this will
0: protect me for a year. When I was a kid, because I was raised Roman Catholic as well, we used to get a huge palm. You don't get the huge one anymore?
1: No, up here in the church that I go to in Washington Heights, they have like a smaller one and they they shape it into the size into like a crucifix.
0: Yes, that was ours, but it was huge. No, it's small. And you're like, what the hell are you gonna do with this thing? Like a small one is manageable. You would keep it somewhere, whatever. Yeah, put it over my mirror. It would yeah. be like a foot big. <laughs> what were you doing with that? <laughs>
1: No, see my church is like trying to like economize. So it, it gets mm. each year it got smaller and smaller. <laughs> so do they read is that passion the when they read the passion? I have no idea. It's in Spanish and I barely okay. remember it. Oh, I, that- I only go for the palm because mm-hmm. it'll protect me. I go for the palm. I go for
0: souvenirs. When they You hear heard it here first, folks. Only going to church for the palm.
1: <laughs> only going for like the souvenirs.
0: All right. So today we are looking at season 14, episode 13, popping the questions. So let's dive right into this dumpster fire. Okay. (laughs) Pastor Cal tells us 10 singles took a leap into the unknown in search of love. They married as complete strangers. And in just three weeks, they'll have to decide whether to stay married or to get a divorce. Then he says, "Our our couples are now fully immersed in each other's lives but they still need to work through their own issues in order to see things through their spouse's eyes. And I, I wrote, this is the worst student paper ever using a ton of (laughs) words to say nothing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Guilty. I've done that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Guys, if you're a teacher and you're grading papers, you know, this, you know, this writer, they Mm -hmm. just put in those words for that word count. (laughs) Yep. Been guilty of that (laughs) in the past. All right, we're going to start with Mark and Lindsay, Mm -hmm. or as I call her, Linz. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I started doing that, but whatever. Uh, Mark and Lindsay are not in a good place, and this is telegraphed by foreboding music. (laughs) We pick up, so it's the day after the shark-cat family photoshoot fight. (whistles) Sorry, dog. Uh, Lindsay is at a true loss with Mark. They're arguing over the way they argue. Mm -hmm. Got that? yeah so mark tells the camera the last five weeks have been really difficult he says even if they try to have fun and enjoy one another's company like having this photo shoot where they're dressing all the cats up like sharks she doesn't let things go and we see her telling him that she doesn't feel hopeful because he doesn't show up for her again we don't know what any of this means she keeps saying it over and over and over again without explicitly like telling us what happens he tells her they cannot fight like this. Raising voice, raising, raised voices trigger both of them. And it's unhealthy. And here's Mark's exact sentence. Okay. I wrote it verbatim. I will not go negative at you. I will be very trying in a situation where I feel like I have negativity coming at me, remain in calm and positive. I don't, I don't even know what's happening there. I think that's like a Boston thing. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what I'll be very trying means, but I'm, I'm tried from this whole situation. Okay. So she interrupts him and she starts, and she starts again, like yell crying. You're not consistent. You don't make me feel appreciated. You give me love. You pull it back, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, okay, so what is your thought on this? Here's what she said. I just want to talk to you before bed, but you would rather text everyone else and post on Instagram rather than message your wife back. Are they not living together? That was
1: weird because I was like, wait, so you want him to text you while he's next to you in bed? That seems
0: stupid. Right. Like why would he message you back? I'm calling fraud. I don't think Mm -hmm. they're living together. Yeah. So they go back and forth and I just can't keep track. And at one point, Mark finally says to her, like, I'm sorry that I'm not what you wanted. I thought that was pretty intense. And that's the truth. It is the truth. So Mark and Pastor Cal sit down later and Pastor Cal like goes right in on Lindsay. He's like, she has a problem with delivery. And then we see the brilliant producer troll um, showing all the things that Lindsay did. However, they always leave out the bowling alley. The he has small balls, all that is gone. Because it's pretty horrible. I think that's why. Horrifying. So he says, if you don't tell some, so Pastor Cal says, look, if you don't show someone or tell someone how to treat you, they will treat you how they want to. So Mark says she is so mean and her yelling reminds him of his mom. And then we get a flashback from the matchmaking special where Mark is telling Pastor Cal about his mother being depressed and frustrated and how she just yells a lot and really just doesn't like do anything to change her life. And Pastor Cal says, this is a trigger for you. And then he asks Mark, are you afraid of becoming your dad? Like this was intense. Yeah, that was we need more of this. More of this. This is
1: what Oprah calls the "aha"
0: moment. Yes, we need more. More Pastor Cal acting like Oprah. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> Mark is. Oprah. Like st- <laughs> Oprah. What? So Mark is like stunned, and he's like, "No one has ever asked me that before." And then he starts crying, and Pastor Cal says, "You told us your father wouldn't respond to your mother, like." I guess what he's getting at is it seems like the mother was a bullying presence almost. And pastor Cal says, Lindsay is not your mother. Let me repeat that for you. Lindsay is not your mother. You need to give her the security of knowing you're in this and then she'll react differently if she feels secure. So you and I have talked about this before, like Lindsay, 100% and, and she'll get to this in pepper. Acts out of fear, which is yep. or acts out of anger, which is masking fear. So across town, Pep shows up and she's visiting Lindsay. Now Lindsay is wearing the shortest shorts. Like I honestly <laughs> thought she didn't have shorts on. She had that pink blazer, do you remember? Mm-hmm. And the blue top underneath. Yeah. Which I know nothing about fashion. So I guess you could put those colors together. I have no idea. And Leslie's thinking about it.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't look good on my skin tone. So I might have to change that up. But yeah, yeah it, it works worked, with her.
0: It wouldn't look good on my skin tone either. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was there were no shorts.
1: And she also had heels. So then it looked like she hadn't, you know, panties underneath if, if we're lucky.
0: <laughs> Legs for days. Legs, Legs for, days. <laughs> for days. So she sits down and Lindsay immediately starts blaming Mark. He's nice and genuine, but I'm seeing a pattern. He's not consistent. And she's like, I told him I'll give you all my love, but if you lose it, it's gone forever. So Pepper says, I don't want you forecasting what's going to happen. And Lindsay uh, needs a refresher on what forecasting means, which (laughs) I, I, I get it. Like using it in that context is kind of jargony. So she says, Mark pours into everyone except himself. And then he has no energy for me. And Pepper tells her like, you're do you hear yourself like you're criticizing him yep and so then she says you need to find a way not to criticize him and Lindsay tells pepper my my mad is a mask for sadness like and this is where i go crazy with her because she is self-aware like she she's is. aware of what she does she just cannot break Stop herself of using it yeah yeah she can't get it out of her own way essentially Exactly. Yep. She says she feels sad all the time. It's just one shitty thing after another. And then she mentions her mother and how terrible her mother was to her. And again, I will say, and I'm sure you feel the same way when a woman has mother issues, it is so hard to overcome that. It is just like a father and a son when they same sex parent issues are real. They really fuck you up. This poor girl needs therapy. And I think she could get through it but she needs therapy
1: because she's self-aware. So she knows what she's doing wrong. She just needs the tools to guide her to, to stop doing those things. The knee jerk reactions that she's Mm -hmm. having towards Mm -hmm. going
0: angry. And I think the worst possible match for her is somebody like Mark who just lets her roll over him. Yeah. Like there's a reason that she and Olajuwon are such good friends (laughs) because Olajuwon is not going to put up with that shit, which we'll get, boy, we'll get to you later. (laughs) but he's not going to deal with that shit from her. So she needs somebody who kind of stands up to her. And because we saw her, her father, Bo Bridges, he's just sitting around waiting for his next movie role. Like he's not standing (laughs) up to her. He's legit terrified of her as is her brother. Yeah. So I, I think that's part, it was a bad match. I don't know what these experts were thinking. So she tells the camera, if she gets angry, it's because she is sad about something she cannot change. And Pepper tells her, when you feel this way, go to the sadness, not to the anger. Like, express to Mark that you are sad and why. So they talk a little bit more. And Lindsay says she's actually kind of hopeful now. And she says, you know, she tells Dr. Pepper, like, Mark has actually said to me that he cares about me. But then, of course, she has to put something negative in there. And she's like, but I've shifted and I don't know. And so Pepper starts using this weird term, which is a bid. Now you're getting a phd in psychology here have you heard this no i was like huh me too and is it old time jargony like is it you know if you got your psychology degree in the 80s like you know how some of those things kind of maybe i'm not at that level yet i mean (laughs) i only have four courses to go but you know (laughs) leslie you keep us updated on bid if it comes across okay Cause Pepper goes, Mark is putting out a bid, and you're shooting it down. I don't know what she like. It's a metaphor, clearly that he's but...
1: like making an offer to her, and then she's just not
0: receptive to it. I guess I've never heard it phrased, but that I've way. never Have heard you? it like that. No, that sounds Mm-mm. weird. So later at home, Mark and Lindsay are having some chicken and they start chatting about their visit the with chicken was
1: the <laughs> they kept zooming in on that chicken. And I
0: was like, Oh my god, ew! Because I'm a vegetarian. So I was like, Oh, this is awful. I have written Mark is murdering a piece of chicken and telling Lindsay about his visit with Cal because yeah. he has like one little sliver and he's just sawing at it with a knife. Yeah, <laughs> he gets emotional and he asks her why she goes to such a place of anger when she gets upset. And he explains how she triggers him when she nags and yells, she says, well, when I try to explain myself and I'm not heard, or you raise your voice at me, it triggers me. And I try and tell, and I just can't even write verbatim what they say. Cause it was back yeah, and forth. It was, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like, I see your trigger and I raise you two triggers. Yes. Yep. So then she asks him what love means to him. And he says, full acceptance. When someone accepts me for who I am and doesn't try to change me too much which Mm. I think is a good stance yeah because then he's acknowledging like I need to change a little bit you know Yeah, he's open to some adjustments correct which he needs some adjustments (laughs) yeah get him a chiropractor (laughs) get him adjusted then he says he always thought his wife would have to mother him After his mother and grandmother die. And that's, that's concerning. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't need another mother, especially
1: if he had one that was so toxic. Why would you want to replicate that?
0: Yeah. He does. He said he knows Lindsay wants to do that. And he says, if he doesn't, if he didn't see the good in her, he wouldn't be here. He ain't going anywhere. She tells the camera, she feels hopeful. She feels excited. And then we see them hug and that's all we have from them it was really weird guys uh, was, i was
1: like what is happening with them
0: it was really weird but i have to say overall i really
1: enjoyed this episode yeah no this episode was actually way better than last week last week was like why are we watching this they went grocery shopping last week yeah, yeah. i mean there is
0: some shopping there's in some shopping line, here. But yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. women be shopping <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right girl now it's jasmina and michael take it away
1: These are another couple that are like, why are we wasting our time with them? But let's go on. They're pretty to look at. So right off the top of the episode, we get a self-recorded confessional from Jasmina. And she's talking about how she feels really good about her marriage at this point. They're on the same page. They made a promise to continue to give it 100%. So it seems like things are going well. So... When we see them again, they're at the apartment and Jasmina's putting on makeup and she is stunning. And I was just like she's stunning. God damn, she is just so beautiful and she's putting on all this makeup. And I'm just like, You don't need it. Like, you just look you look fine. She could anyways, just wake up and go out and clean up in a glove. <laughs> <laughs> she looks amazing and like the close-ups yeah. of her face. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I had so much envy. I was like, I want to look like this. Yeah, amazing. I need better skin. <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote that like she looks stunning. I need better skin. and then we get another self-recording where she says she's looking forward to meeting with Dr. Pepper um, and what would possibly make her say no on decision day so she wants to discuss that with her so Michael is meeting with Pastor Cal and he wants to let him know that he is trying his best but there are still things that scare him about their marriage and pastor Cal arrives and asks how's it going and he says the typical it's been a roller coaster and I was just like can we come up with another fucking metaphor <laughs> you know like it's been like sailing in the eye of a hurricane because that's what it feels like yes <laughs> it's wow. been a scale you know up and down shit show a seesaw mm-hmm.
0: anything Anything. oh my god For do you remember poster. seesaws how great were seesaws
1: um except when the other person got off it and then your ass just like hit the ground
0: that's true that would hurt yeah <laughs> it's really hurt. the only playground toy though that will shame you if you're overweight like as a kind of an overweight kid mm-hmm. I'm still, like always embarrassed to go on the like, seesaw <laughs> you go like you fly the other person flies out but you're yes. like oh god mm-hmm. just yeah. just more shame in gen x childhood more shame oh <sighs> mm-hmm. So
1: anyway, um, it's been a roller coaster, Amy, without any of the thrills, just the (laughs) jeers and screams. And Michael says a lot of progress has been made to which Pastor Cal says progress is good. But Michael says as they approach decision day, they have a lot to do. So back with Jasmina. Jasmina is meeting at a different location. So she's with Dr. Pepper and she asks Jasmina how she's feeling. Jasmina says that for once, while seeing an expert, she can say she's feeling good. So Dr. Pepper is excited about that and she smiles and everything. And then I'm like, okay, don't get too excited Dr. Pepper Mm because they're not doing it yet. So (laughs) just hold on.
0: Let's not forget my (laughs) vagina is dry around. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So then back to Michael, and he's telling Pastor Cal that he was doing things um, for her strictly out of obligation and didn't feel connected to Jasmina. So he was just acting as if, oh, this is my husband role. So I'm going to do these duties because I'm a husband. and This is what I do. And said that slowly it started to change. And he started doing these things because he felt like doing them. So Pastor Cal sighs. He's like, oh, <laughs> and he says, Michael. I want you to see the progression of doing the work and then seeing what comes from it. And he's just like, uh, oh. it's like it finally clicked." <laughs> like, "Oh, I paid attention in class and I got the correct answer."
0: It's it's like that—the power of positive thinking. Like, there mm-hmm. was this whole—you probably don't remember this, but I do there remember was this that stuff. whole like dieting thing mm-hmm. where people thought you could think yourself thin. Yeah, you remember that.
1: It's also the way down. That was part of that whole thing. That right. well, that was a flat out. Call. You you pray <laughs> to the
0: the God of the refrigerator for oh, him not I to tempt you. Remember who did think yourself thin? Like I want to say Suzanne Pow- Powder, maybe I don't know. I I'm just listen, it
1: I I knew all of those diets. My mm-hmm. mom did everything with diet culture. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. So hence eating disorder. And anyway, I digress. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So, so Michael's like, he's generally doing this thing because he likes her, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Back yeah. to Dr. Pepper and Jasmina. <laughs> and then she's like, so what are things that worry you? What is it that your husband needs to do for her to commit on decision day? And she says, Jasmina says, that she's worried about his past because he's always says that his past is what makes him the way he is, but he hasn't really disclosed what that is.
0: Um, fla- Maybe have a flashback here to him pouring his heart out to her a few episodes ago about the death oh, of,
1: of Like, every single death and tragedy after yes. tragedy. He's like yes. a walking Shakespearean comedy tragedy, you know? Yeah. Like, But he told her all of that. Yeah. Like, what else does she want to know? I think she's using that as an excuse to, like, be like, there's just something about him I don't like. Mm. So... This you is her right. way of saying, well, I don't feel connected with him because he's not opening up and blah, blah, blah. You he's could be closed right. off. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's why excuse. I have
0: this Sahara desert between my legs. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I have to talk about a dry vagina in that voice, but apparently <laughs> I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she said that they're different because Michael is someone who you will, need to earn his trust whereas she goes in trusting someone until you give her a reason not to
0: yeah
1: it's called trauma yeah yeah mm-hmm. and pastor cow back with the guys he's telling michael that she needs to feel trust with him so it's like they're cutting back and forth like what do mm-hmm. you need i need this and then pastor Cal's like she needs this it's just mm-hmm. like they're communicating and he says that he asked them about touch. Like, have you been initiated touch? Do you touch her? What would happen if you reached out to her? And Michael says, I don't know. And I was like, that's really sad that he doesn't even feel comfortable enough to like hold her hand or like playfully, like, you know, play with her or just, no, it just seems mm-hmm. weird. Like their dynamic is very odd. They're, they're yeah. very friend zoned. He is friend zoned. Yes. About I it.
0: agree. I agree. And I, I, <sighs> We've seen them grow a lot. Mm-hmm. I think if they had, you know, they're running out of runway. I think if they had another year, they could get to where they need to get to. But they the can't main, get there in three
1: weeks. The main issue is she is not
0: attracted to him, sexually attracted yeah, to him. Yeah, I think that's right. the issue. Do you she you think, just I'm, isn't. I'm going to throw something real controversial out there. Okay. Do you think it's because of his height? I think he's shorter than her, isn't he? Isn't I mean, I she's they were rubber- super tall. But she always wears heels though, so. Yeah, she's super tall. But you know how some women are just not into that? Like, I'm not one of them. I don't care, whatever. Maybe she's not into him. That's not um, her type
1: because she, at the beginning, she was talking about how she loves, like, Korean drama. She loves K-pop. Maybe she's Mm -hmm. into Asian guys.
0: Like, he's just, he's kind of short. He's super quiet and reserved. He's a little Mm -hmm. closed up. I think he's incredibly hot like I think yeah. he's super handsome he has a great but, body too yes yeah. but I don't feel like she's into him and it's it can't be his looks because he's objectively handsome I think he's probably not her type yeah maybe that's maybe. probably what
1: it is mm-hmm. so then he reveals that they used to kiss goodnight every night before they went to bed in the beginning yeah. But she told him that it was out of obligation, that she didn't really want to do it, but she felt that she needed to do that. So then they kind of slid it back. And he's like, he told her, I don't want you to do anything out of obligation. And Pestikov was like, well, that's a dumb move. And he explains that it's because you were acting as if until those feelings came,
0: you stopped her from getting there, essentially. And they're just talking it to death. They're talking too much. Mm-hmm. Like why so would you say Christmas. to her are you con-? like if you're doing the kiss goodnight she'll tell you if she's uncomfortable with it but it sounds like they talked about it and it came up you know what i mean stop talking about it just let it happen sometimes. Yeah.
1: and Pascal wants him to undo all of that to compliment her initiate touch gentlemanly he said as a gentleman. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't, don't assault her. Don't, <laughs> don't assault her. <laughs> don't force. Empastico does <laughs> not endorse assaults. No. no, no. Touching Jasmina, saying she's she's a very sexual person. Don't get her wrong, Mm -hmm. but she won't feel anything if she doesn't have an emotional connection with someone. Mm -mm. And Doctor Pepper tells her they need more touching, and she says, "Yeah, it's not that I feel uncomfortable if he touches me. It's just that I don't feel anything when he touches me. (laughs) (laughs) It's not you, it's me. I don't like you.
0: Yeah, it's rough. Yeah." um How would you feel like if you were with somebody who was just like, I feel nothing when you touch me?
1: I would be like, okay, peace out. It's time to
0: <laughs> call this quiz. <laughs> DoA, <laughs> time of death. Like I'm sure there's a lot of women who will feel something if Michael touches them.
1: Oh <laughs> can, yeah, can move
0: on. Yeah, but Dr. Right. Pepper sticks to her
1: script because, you know, this is all scripted. Mm-hmm. And she says, mm-hmm. you need to initiate touch. <laughs> like, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. This works for everyone. Hold yes. hands, even if you're talking or don't agree with each other. Yes. And I was like, Jesus Christ, she is not deviating from this script. She has like one solution and she's going to give mm-hmm. it to everyone. Yes. They have to stay closer together, have more body intimacy and, you know, and not just be friends, try to be husband and wife because they are friend zone. That's their friend zone. So how do we leave them? Do we see them again or no? Well, we just see a lot more back and forth of them going um, with Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal and them just yeah. kind of they talk this to death. Like it's yes. not even worth listening to anything more because they have more notes but it's just them going back and forth yeah, about how yeah. like I have yeah. some good news is pouring <laughs> to them actually being able to stay in the same room together you know now <laughs> they kind of are civil to each other yes. that's the progression they've made and they're okay. pretty much are told to keep working on
0: it and that's about it all right so let's go let's do this let's take a quick break we'll come back with Steve and Noi Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Steven Noy. Oh my God. I was so enraged by this quote unquote spread got so many
1: messages oh. from Amy. She was like, oh my God, I took screenshots. I
0: have notes. <laughs> <laughs> Cause here's the deal guys. Even though I'm a poet and I'm, is it your left brain when you're creative? I have no idea. Whatever I don't even creative, think I have a brain. <laughs> whatever the side of the brain is that's creative, like that's definitely my dominant brain. Mm-hmm. But I do have like this side to me, like where I can get really dorky and build spreadsheets for everything and really enjoy a good spreadsheet. Yeah. Steve, I, I'm coming for him. Okay. <laughs> so Noi is meeting with Pastor Cal and Steve's meeting with Pepper. Pepper, by the way, enjoying a nice stiff drink. <laughs> yeah what okay and also she is tiny I didn't realize how short she was she is so tiny so tiny Steve tell like when she's sitting at that picnic table I bet you her feet aren't touching the ground I feel seen I'm only you know five foot one I was like oh my gosh she's so cute I want to put her wait you're what you're five foot one yeah how tall are you I'm five six I tower over you oh my god we can never meet in person I'll feel like a (laughs) tiny little girl (laughs) I feel like your daughter (laughs) Okay, so Pepper's enjoying a nice stiff drink and Steve tells Pepper, "Noe is posting these real like passive aggressive things on Instagram and it's really bothering me. He reads the post to Pepper and he's like, these are totally about me. Let's not forget it was the minute you start to think you deserve better, you do. Totally about him. It's very immature of her to do that. Let me just say something. Steve has such a confidence and a maturity about him. He is like the hottest thing on this show for me. Yeah, I he's mean, a really
1: good booker. I
0: really have it for him. <laughs> <'Cause> he's <laughs> just He's You know, he's the type of guy who's, you know, he's going to make good 401k investments. Like he's just, but it's his emotional intelligence. Like the way that he just comes out and says things that yeah. most people, like most people do not communicate this clearly. And that's how problems arise. He is right out there. Like, I love it. He's so and she's still kind of immature in the sense that she's like,
1: well, I'm having a bad day. So I'm going to forecast this. Mm-hmm. I need a meme to it. I mean, I post mm-hmm. memes all the time, but they're like stupid. They're like, yeah. you know, dad jokes. They're not like about me you, crying or something. You post some good shit. <laughs> did you see the one about the pasta like hugging each other when you unattended it's so funny
0: no but I do and en- I enjoy your posts a lot so that's a, a Steve
1: uh, post then because with the pasta hugging each other and gate there you go there you go I'll post it on our stories so you can see what I'm talking about
0: <laughs> um Steve says he's really he brings up a good point he's like I'm uneasy about this because I'm trying to protect her because my family is going to start thinking like she's 11 years old. if She keeps doing this shit. Mm-hmm. So he does not want her going public with their personal issues. And Pep agrees. And she's like, everything Noi does is fear-based. How do we make her less afraid? And Pepper tells Steve she is not secure because of your income situation. Like, we need to work on this, dude. She tells him he needs to lay out exactly what the plan is. And he needs to ask her the, the direct question. Like, if I do this, will you feel secure? You know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And Steve is like, "Uh, that's great, but I'm still alarmed and I'm still feeling confused. And like, that's where his visit with Pepper ends.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's, if Noi just said from the beginning, do you have money? Like, yeah. <laughs> that is money. how much do you have in your bank account? this all could have been avoided
0: well on the after show he was on and he was talking about this and uh Rudy Huxtable told him she goes when Noi was here last week I asked her how much money you would need how how much money she would need to see that you have to feel secure and she said 40k and he just kind of did this like all right all right all right he's like he's
1: like oh, I meet the recliner. he's like
0: um she's got nothing to worry about and I was like oh, that's awesome <laughs> 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 telling you I have a massive crush on him. Okay. So where are we? Pastor Cal hits Noi right away with the social media posting. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And Pastor Cal tells her social media can cause a world of hurt in a marriage. He has seen it screw up a really good thing. And you don't want that. So then they start delving a little deeper and Noi tells Pastor Cal she's worried about him getting a job. Can he get a job? Now we've talked before about this. When you grow up in poverty a job is a symbol of something more than just money. Yeah. It's Even though like, I recognize that I come from a place of like kind of lower to middle class privilege where, you know, I don't have that. Like my family didn't have a ton of money, but we, our needs were always met. Right. Noi did not have that. Nope. And Steve needs to remember that. Like the, her trauma around this is very real. The problem is she's not a good communicator. Yeah, and she he, doesn't know how to say that to him. Cause even Sir is like, okay, and get a job, you know? So it's right. like, yeah, it's important to them, to that family. It really is. It really is. And that trauma is very real. So mm-hmm. I think pastor Cal recognizes that and kind of talks her through that. And then he says, do you think your marriage is in danger? And she says, yes. And pastor Cal says for you, Steve, getting a job is a need, not a want. So he says, you definitely need to ask him directly. Like, what is your plan? I need to know. And she says, they've never had these conversations. See, she, she doesn't know how to communicate. She really doesn't. She's not used to uh, finding her voice and using it in a relationship. And pastor Cal says, there's a difference between loving someone and loving someone the way they need to be loved. And you need this to feel loved. I thought it was a good meeting. It was. Mm-hmm. she blows it all later but I thought it was a good meeting <laughs> so later they're home and Noy initiates a conversation they start talking about their meetings and Steve voices his concern about the social media post Noy says it wasn't about him but that she has felt that way in their relationship so it totally was about him it was about him totally about him she says I understand you're upset and Pastor Cal agrees that I should not be posting this shit, but you know what? She gets all defensive. It's Mm -hmm. my social media. And I'm separate from the two of you. Like it was a real weird, real weird. Then she goes, I see your point and I respect it. And he does something that blows my mind. Just as women, I am not used to seeing men speak so directly. (laughs) (laughs) He stops her and goes, but do you? do you respect my opinion? I was like, Whoa. So then he says, I, I, I need to be sure it won't happen again. And he's like, I don't want this. It goes against everything I believe in. And she's like, well, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. And he says, Not, no, we can't like, you're telling the world I'm not good enough for you. And then he does another baller move that was, like, mind-blowing to me. Uh, uh, He addresses what she put up, and he says, you know, I'm kind of wondering, how do you deserve better? Mm, What do you deserve that I'm not doing? I was like, oh, my God, I need this guy. Like, a Yalta conference. Like, I need him to attend every like peacemaking session in my life when I'm having conflict with someone like come to my work staff meetings come (laughs) to my kitchen table when I'm arguing with my husband like I need you to just be a good mediator he's fantastic Mm -hmm. she has no idea what to say to this because she her shenanigans have been called out and we've all been there we're all like "Mm." um so <laughs> not a good luck so she says i need to know my partner is financially secure and she explains that she and her family have had to work so hard and she's super ambitious and like working is just a cultural thing that in her family that they're really proud of and they really embrace and he's like okay i get it but you know i, I, I there's other ways that i can make money But let's have this conversation. Let's sit down. Let's explore the options. Now, later we see them sitting down. They have their finance talk. Steve whips out what he's calling a spreadsheet. It is not. It was (laughs) written on um, iNotes, like on on his uh, MacBook on the notes Mm -hmm. part, okay? Here's what it says. There's in bold goals slash needs. And under that, it just says, Future slash slash financial planning. Uh, Okay. Children. And then it says roughly September 2022, even though they supposedly didn't have that discussion yet. Then it says living space. Now, this is all in a list with no Mm -hmm. elaboration. Then it says family visits and involvement. Then it says short-term and long-term travel. And then it says paying off debt. Um, Okay. Under that, bolded, it says finances. Baby fund, house savings, family visits, and travel. Then there's like a weird subcategory that says accounts, personal slash joint. And then underneath, there's another a bolded heading that says options, possibilities, dual income, savings slash finances. This makes no sense to me. I don't, that doesn't no sound sense. like a spreadsheet at all. It just sounds like a list. I was thinking share- she wants to talk to her about. I was going to share with you my spreadsheet, but then I realized I'd be telling everyone how poor I am and I'm not comfortable with that. I have every, what he needs, what he needs to do is it's real simple, guys. Make a list of everything you need to live on a month. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I do. Including what you need to save towards future goals. Mm -hmm. Do we need, you know what we need? We need Jose to come over. We need him to Uh, sit down with these guys with these fools get a whiteboard right and show them how this is done because as much as I hated Jose he had this down he had a
1: good FICO
0: he had a great FICO and I'm sure Steve has a good FICO okay and I'm sure Noe has a good FICO so let's join those FICO's All right. So I just wrote, get a Google doc, get a Google sheet. What are you doing? Make some formulas, (laughs) figure out what you need in a month and boom, it's over. All right. All right. So anyway, Noe is nervous and Steve is fake making the list. And he says, let's start with our accounts. And she thinks separate for both of them. One joint for joint bills. Sounds good. Fine. Split the household tasks. They just keep going back and forth. They don't really get anywhere. But then Steve says, Okay, here's some options. Option one, I get a full-time job, but what if I can make more money in other ways, right? He's like, you're probably used to the traditional stuff, but I've been like entrepreneurial before. I hate that word. And I would need you on board if that's something you're comfortable with.
1: Then he's comfortable doing like gigs, like freelance work and kind of collecting like that. He doesn't want to commit to one thing.
0: Yeah, and I I wonder if... I would be as chill in the moment. I don't know if I would be.
1: I mean, I need like security in terms of like, will my rent be paid next month? Like I need yes. to have that security. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I, I, and I get that, but I would be like, okay. Um, Cause here's what I'm thinking happened. I'm thinking he does some, some hustling, but he has taken some t- kind of time away from that to do this experiment. So like if I were her, I'd say yes on decision day and I would give it six months. And if I don't see him kind of hustling, then that would be a red flag for me.
1: And also, I think that there's a lot that's not being said here. I think that maybe he took off from work because he's going to be on this show. Because what show is going to put up with this? Right. Because we saw that with um, with Mark Shaw <laughs> that he had to take time off work because they were like, we don't want to be involved in this
0: nonsense. The gym was like, we can't have your wife in the bathroom screaming about your small balls. Get out of here, buddy. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. So then he says to her, maybe you would like to take some time off. Like, that's another option. He says, I don't know if you've thought about that, but maybe you can take some time away. Is he offering to let her quit her job and fully support her? With what job, though? I don't know, but I'm thinking that she could she could probably get used to that. Like, for as traditional as she is, I could see her embracing the tradition of staying home and raising a baby.
1: But she would need to see,
0: like, bit. his 401k and, like, mm-hmm. his
1: pay stubs.
0: Yep. Bank yeah
1: statements two proof okay. of ids
0: again i'm i'm aware that my perspective has a lot of privilege in it and it's hard to separate that for me because at the end of the day like if i took a risk like this i would have a family to fall back on mm-hmm. i don't know if she has that what her situation is millions of americans don't so you know it's hard for me to separate that out so it's easy for me to say oh she should take some time off and let him support her but You're right. Like we don't know what he has. And that would probably really amp up her anxiety. Yeah. Over this. So he needs to just get a fucking job. Dude, just get a fucking job. (laughs) I love you. I get it. Just get a job. Work at Starbucks if you have to. I don't know. He wants because he says that, like, oh, if I work, then I can't
1: do this other stuff what is the other stuff you're doing like you want to be creative like you could do that like I do that too like I have a real mm-hmm. job and then I have Sinister girls like I, I do my creative outlet mm-hmm. I write mm-hmm. there is a way you could do that but right. for him it's kind of like all or nothing like that's how he sees it's it it's all
0: or nothing
1: <laughs> basically
0: <laughs> no I mean why do you think you guys are getting these recaps five days after the show airs yeah you know, Leslie and I work at full-time jobs like yeah we we have jobs but we love this so much, like we make it work. We give yeah. up our weekend time to do it. Yeah, you're right. That's what you need to do. And getting okay. saved by the
1: Lord. Okay, guys, full disclosure. I'm not like super religious. This is all like <laughs> I'm just covering my ass just in case.
0: You're you're a cover your ass Catholic. I get exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then then they switch to talking about having a kid within the first year, and then they end by joking about who's going to change the diapers for the kid. So that's it. Like, yeah. it's kind of, it goes from here to here. We're not a visual medium, but top, up top to low bottom.
1: It's like, yeah, you, said so I'm going to carry this baby. You're going to change his diaper so you can bond. I'm like, I'm not bonding with the shit diaper. Like, he's like, no. 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 <laughs>
0: All right. So that's where we leave them. Um, again, I think they could work this out, but he has to be more respectful of where her fear comes from on this. Yeah. And she needs to learn to trust him a little bit more. Those I two things need to happen.
1: They do have a potential. It's mm-hmm. just
0: that at this point,
1: I don't care. I don't <laughs> care either. Because they're going back and forth with the same shit over <laughs> and over. And as she posts on, like, who is she? Britney Spears? She's just posting I know. like cryptic shit on the
0: internet. Like, I know. No. I know. So now we're going to Olajuwon and Katina. Yes. And I would, before you begin, like to make a statement about Olajuwon.
1: Okay,
0: here, here it is. <laughs> done with him. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's so natural. I'm done. We're at the end of the road. I can't let go, but I, I can't. No. <laughs> nope, we're done. I just like this song, so I'm going to let it play. We're going to have to pay royalties. Stop. Oh stop! 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 Okay, <laughs> we can't pay Motown. Um, I'm at the end of the road with him. I'm saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. I maintain my original thought that he is he is not beyond help. I think he can be saved with intense therapy by a bunch of strong women. Yeah, but I'm I'm done with him and his misogyny. Done with it. But
1: well, what okay. if he came back on bended knee? And no. offer to make love to you <laughs> until the river runs dry. These are all boys to men songs, by the way. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No, 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 The
0: the my wife, when she's standing right next to him, my wife says this. My what I can't. I, he triggers she something is a in me. Hostage. She's yeah. just standing there. <laughs> that level of like if you've ever been in even a quasi scary situation or an abusive relationship that level of toxic masculinity is just a trigger for me it just really yeah, is it, I can't. It's really
1: mm-hmm. i do not like it like i think that he's a generally nice guy but mm-hmm. he is approaching this the wrong way yes. he needs yeah. major therapy yep because there's something about women that he doesn't like yes. or he doesn't trust yes Say it again, girl. Yes. Yeah. There's something about women he doesn't like or trust. Yeah. Yep. So You're he right. needs to look into himself and figure that out. He has a problem with women. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, take us there. <laughs> so Katina and O are food shopping. And she Ooh. tells producers that food is very important in this marriage. And that instantly broke me the wrong way. I was enraged. Instantly. Because I'm like, this is the caveman. This is Fred Flintstone mentality. The women belong in the kitchen. And Katina is all too comfortable to go along with it.
0: Yeah. Now it's past. Yep. Yep.
1: So this was actually their first time shopping for food together. Mm -hmm. Because apparently he's been upset in the past that she's gone food shopping and come back with like one you know, water and like another and carrots or something. (laughs) Like I forgot what it was that was so offensive and egregious.
0: Like water and yogurt. I forget yeah, Yeah. like oh Mm -hmm. who eats
1: that? I need Mm -hmm. a steak. Yep. Oh my god. And then they're talking about hot fudge and how to use hot fudge. And I'm like, you guys are probably banging. They're totally
0: banging. That me like you're not Mm -hmm.
1: so they walk around the supermarket and always teasing Katina's cooking skills. And then he tells producers that he's a traditional guy. Oh, really? Oh, we really? haven't noticed that in the last mm, 27 mm. episodes. How are you buying? season?
0: Are you buying Katina an apron for her birthday? Like, <laughs> we get it. Christ.
1: And it's just like, he likes a wife that cooks, you guys. Yeah. But he needs to guide her when it comes to good shopping. Because she comes home with stuff that he doesn't eat, you know?
0: Yeah, he needs to teach this little lady something.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he challenges her to make some ribs. And Katina suggests a cook off, and he backs down because he says she can't handle his cooking talent. I'm just like, mm, really? Or maybe you're not as good as you think you are.
0: That's what I think it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And Katina tells producers that he only knows how to make breakfast food. So she's skeptical of his cooking skills. Mm-hmm. So she's not surprised that he would call off the cooking, you know, the showdown. So the next time we see them, they're lounging in the living room, waiting for Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal to come talk to them about their marriage individually. Before the experts get there, always skeptical, he says he doesn't think Dr. Pepper can help him. And Hmm. this will come back later
0: to bite him in the ass. Leslie, how different would this have gone if he had met with Pastor Cal?
1: He would have been just nodding his head going like, okay, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you
0: he has a problem he doesn't respect
1: women he doesn't respect women Mm -mm. especially when they come with an authority from a place of authority he doesn't like that
0: no Mm -mm. because
1: he's a man no woman's gonna tell them what to do he's
0: a man Mm -hmm. i'm a
1: man Mm -hmm. i'll show you i'm gonna pull down my trousers i'll show Mm -hmm. you that i'm a man
0: well i mean (laughs) let's not write that off
1: (laughs) (laughs) take off your shirt and tell us how you really feel a large (laughs) one so katina tells producers she doesn't like meeting with the experts so much and talking about her feelings and pastor cal and katina meet outside they sit on the bench and you notice they were distancing they were like six yeah <laughs> just six feet apart yep or whatever and um she asks how he always asks like how's married life and she gives the coach response marriage is great there are arguments like with every other couple and like immediately she's like apologizing mm-hmm. for whatever may be going on mm-hmm. and everything is seemingly perfect but the second question katina is questioning all her answers to her decisions yes like, the moment he's like okay elaborate on that and then we start getting the flashbacks about the dating apps and their disagreement and how horrible it was and she says she would have preferred to have that conversation in private but he brought it up in a dinner and we see the footage of that and yeah. saying like if the cameras weren't here this would be a whole you know the whole thing and but then she's still defending him and saying that must have been a trigger to him and pastor right. Cal says then talk to him about what was triggering him because she mm-hmm. immediately is like i didn't like the way he reacted but maybe i triggered something and him's mm-hmm. like okay stop excusing his behavior yeah she is You didn't feel safe in that moment. And it's okay for you to feel that way and voice that. Don't immediately say, but I must've done something. No, yes, he he did something to you as well. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore that because you're excusing it. So you're letting him roll all over you.
0: The minute you feel afraid of your partner, that is a huge red flag. Yeah. And we saw in her face in that confrontation, she was really... I'm not saying that she was implying that he was going to get physical with her, but she was a aff- like she she was afraid she like of his tone, tone. and right. she
1: she keeps saying she doesn't like the tone and the tone, yeah. and that's kind of implying like she's been yelled at by a partner, and she's probably been in a verbally abusive relationship, and I think that that's kind of like
0: where she's coming from. And that's that voice in the center of her, that little voice in the center of her saying something's not right here. Like yeah. I have two 15 year old daughters and this is the number one thing I tell them all the time. Listen to your gut, trust mm-hmm. your gut. Like if something is not right, it's not right. And you know that that little voice inside in her gut is going crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And But she's probably thinking, but he's so fine though.
0: I know Then he takes off his shirt. And the voice is like, oh, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, I like that.
1: So Pastor Cal wants him to get to talk on a deeper level and ask him what kind of tough things he's had to overcome to make him who he is today that he hasn't shared with her yet. Mm -hmm. And he says, knowing who he is, is going to help you understand why he acts the way he acts. And Pastor Cal asks about their intimacy level, where they are, but no details, but says he knows they haven't banged. And Katina says Mm -hmm. that they're definitely attracted to each other. But Pastor Cal interrupts and he says, how do you know he's attracted to you? And then Katina says, I thought you didn't want no details. they <laughs> <I> started laughing. <laughs> and he says, give me details that won't make me blush, basically. Mm-hmm. And she says, um... When she's getting ready, she's putting on her makeup or something, he'll walk behind her and grab her butt or you know, mm-hmm. kiss her on the back of her neck. And I was like, ooh, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> but yet they aren't intimate because Katina wants to make sure that she's really in love and not just dick dizzy. And I was like, oh my God, yes, thank you. I added a new phrase to my vocabulary. I love it. Dick dizzy, you guys. I love I've heard it. Dick-matized, but dick yep. dizzy, that's dick a new one. Dick dizzy
0: is fantastic. I will have zero context in my life to use it, but it's going in the repertoire. So
1: Katina goes on to explain that when you're dick dizzy, the sex is so good. You can't think mm-hmm. with a clear mind and thus takes over. And mm-hmm. you and you get so wrapped up. One day you come to realize like, oh wait, do I even like this
0: person? <laughs> you- I feel like dick dizzy is the opposite of what happened to Lindsay and Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yes you just see leslie's face leslie's face at the thought of mark pounded away at
1: her oh god no god no please oh are you awful. okay
0: are you okay
1: oh one one lost one, lost one, lost one. shirtless 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 okay i'm back <laughs> But then Pastor Cal tells her in marriage, lust is good and you want to be dizzy in your marriage. There's nothing wrong with that. Cause you want to have feelings for your partner because you're committed to that person. And he says, the only reason that you know, you would be cautious about getting dick dizzy would be when you're dating someone and you don't know where that's going. But if you're right. committed, then it's okay to be lustful. So, okay. Well, he
0: well, he says dizzy when he says it back to her.
1: Dizzy, he's not going to say dick dizzy. <laughs> he's like, I'm a pastor. <laughs> I can't say dick. <laughs> that's for Viana's territory, not mm-hmm. me.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: So she admits it will always be in the back of her mind. So she's used to relationships ending. So it's ingrained in her then nothing lasts forever. And that's the little clip that they took out of context in the preview yes. for this week that they were like, well, nothing lasts forever, making it seem like this relationship. But she's like, she's not even talking about that. She's no. just saying it's ingrained in her that yeah. things end. And so in the past, her relationships have ended. So this is bound to fail as well. Yes, so. yep. And she says that it will always be in the back of her mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, because stranger danger, because she doesn't know him. Mm-hmm. So, hmm So Pastor Cal says if she's going to keep looking for outs, that this would affect her present. And I was like, true. Yeah, true. So he wants her to get out of her single mindset and kind of really be in this marriage. Because she has like a foot out the door. That's how Mm -hmm. he sees it. Because he's like, oh, I'm not so sure. So, And then for some reason, like doubts. Kept autocorrecting when I was typing my notes into donuts. <laughs> oh no! So Katina Ooh. still has doubts, and I want donuts.
0: Ooh, I could go for a nice donut.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get a donut after yeah. this. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's
0: delicious. A warm, plain donut.
1: I like the gloss, the glazed, the you know, glazed.
0: Donuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like how you called them glossy donuts.
1: Yeah, because that's, that's like how an they upscale in my version. version. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see Elijah one greet Doctor Pepper. And I was like, oh my God, Dr. Pepper is tidy. And I like took a screenshot and sent it to you.
0: Dr. Pepper like comes up to his waist. Yeah, she's like
1: five (laughs) foot tall. (laughs) (laughs) So Dr. Pepper tells camera she's been getting reports on how harsh O's communication has been with Katina. And she says it could just be the dynamic of their marriage, but she needs to know more about where Olajuwon is coming from when he's harsh with Katina. Mm -hmm. So always already skeptical, like before he even met with her, he was like, she has nothing to say to me Mm -hmm. I don't care, you know? She's a
0: woman.
1: Yeah. And he has like this pose, like the way he's sitting, it's -hmm. kind of like, he's not impressed with her. Like he's already kind of skeptical. Like he kind of has like that body language where he's kind of sitting forward, like, all right, impress me. Like he has Mm -hmm. kind of like that vibe for her. Yep. And Dr. Pepper is there to find out what needs to happen for him to say yes on decision day and how they're doing. So O says they're doing well and yes, they have so much in common and immediately his demeanor changes. He starts smiling when he mentions Katina Mm -hmm. and the tension is gone and he's nodding and gushing about her. So Dr. Pepper again asks, so what improvements would you like to see in your marriage to make you closer and you know, get to a better place. And oh says, just keep cooking and cleaning. No, he doesn't say that.
0: Oh but my gosh. <laughs> like, but you know what? I just could see a world in you, which he says that. I could see a world in which he says it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, just
1: keep being you, Katina. Keep being vulnerable. Keep expressing who you are. Show me you are solid. And I have a partner that's not just a shadow. And then he says that he'll say something and he's looking for her honest opinion. And she'll kind of disagree with him
0: because mm-hmm. she's terrified of you mm-hmm.
1: yeah probably so mm-hmm. dr pepper says so you want her to be comfortable enough to express her own opinions and he's like yes
0: and but this dr. is what i'm talking about like she needs to communicate with elijah on the way that steve does yeah and she's she doesn't feel safe to do that with yeah. him for some reason emotionally safe i don't know just doesn't
1: then dr pepper's like is there anything else and he brings up the dating app and i know it's been a big deal that's their main plot point but we've been talking about this fucking dating app for like four Mm -hmm. weeks now i'm so over it Mm -hmm. read the sigh relief he's like she wasn't using it but he did find it Mm -hmm. so it was like a big deal for them and he insists that it should have been off her phone long before they exchanged vows. that's like his opinion yeah and Dr. Pepper says she's aware of the incident and the one thing that really upset him about the situation, Um, no, the one thing that really upset her about this situation mm-hmm. is seeing that during the dinner they were all lovey-dovey and then at mm-hmm. the end of the dinner he announces that he's mad to everyone. Yeah,
0: yeah. and like she rolls her, her under the bus.
1: And then she, Dr. Pepper was like, you pretty much talked down to her and he yeah. does not look happy about that.
0: No, he flips out about it. Um we'll get into it when he talks about it later. Yeah. But the way his like the language he uses in this moment Mm-hmm. Makes it seem like he thinks that Katina went to Dr. Pepper.
1: Yes. That's what I'm thinking. That he's mad at her, like, oh, why are you going through this? Cause then he'll later bring it up. He says, she said thing, like you're a doctor, you should know about mm-hmm. her, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So he, he's like, Do I get stern? Yes. Do I get upset? Yes. But do I talk, do-, do I talk down to my wife? Absolutely not. Yes. Do I make her feel belittled? Absolutely yes. not. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's like, yes, yes. And mm-hmm. he's like, no. Yep. Yep. So Dr. Pepper's is like, so have you apologized to her for embarrassing her? <laughs> and he says, of course, like five times. And he says they had a deep conversation and he told her that he takes this process very seriously, you guys. And he didn't, that if he didn't care about her, that he wouldn't have cared about the dating app.
0: Mm, I don't like that. Yeah. That's like a little bit of Mm, I wouldn't yell at you if I
1: didn't care I wouldn't beat you if I didn't love you yes and I'm not you know
0: of course we're not saying that's happening
1: no that is not happening I
0: mean I -hmm. would hope
1: that they would stop production if that were to happen if people got physical
0: but it has like the undertones of that Mm -hmm. right yeah Yeah.
1: I I don't know it was just I I didn't like this whole meeting and then later on it was just it gets weirder And then Dr. Pepper goes, I wonder if you have examined your tone in terms of the way you speak to her. But I have heard that you told her she's got no life skills, that she's behind you in terms of maturation. So I'd like to hear your side of that. And he looks like, dumbfounded I know he was not expecting that Mm -mm. he looked upset like where is she getting this from did Katina go and say these things I mean Mm -hmm. these are all things that he has said in one way or another he's just now like mad that the experts know about it dude they have cameras they're watching
0: you it's literally on film it's literally on film yeah
1: and um, he doesn't play games. He says that this is his life. He doesn't think this is funny. And it's like this whole speech that he starts getting all amped up. And Dr. Pepper agrees. No, it's not funny, but mm-hmm. oh scoffs. And he then accuses Dr. Dr. Pepper. He's like, you're pointing fingers at me. You're making me out to be the bad guy. And he's really bothered by these claims and says, if she feels that I treat her that way, that she should say no on decision day.
0: Dramatic music. Yeah. Like, he really thought she was the one who went to Dr. Pepper, which I I don't like all of this. I just really, I don't like it. I don't like how he, like, if so, let's play this out, right? So if they're married and they get into a fight and she goes to confide in her mom or her sister about it, is he going to freak out? Like, that's isolation. You're isolating her. Like, it's weird to me, like- if somebody said to me, if my therapist said to me, Timmy came to me and said, he's upset about the way you talk to him. Like, I would be like, oh my God, how do I make him feel better? Like, what did I do? Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, how dare he talk to you about like, that's, that's that's between us and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yep. I mean, I don't agree that you should be telling everyone all your business sure. about your relationship. Sure. But if yes. there is an issue and you need a third party or you need mm-hmm. advice, or you need to confide in someone, you should be able to and not feel guilty for it.
0: Yes. Listen to me as a, as a mom of girls, mm-hmm. don't ever cut off that communication between a mother and a daughter. <laughs> like yeah. A daughter, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, should always be able to go to their mother. Same, same for, for men and boys. I'm, yeah, come on. Let's let's love mothers here. Yeah. I'm a mother lover. <laughs> I'm a mother lover. You're a mother. We should fuck each other's moms.
1: That's a that's a wow. song. That's Yay. a song by the lonely island. <laughs> okay. But I do, right.
0: I think that. Oh my god, my mom just
1: texted me. Oh my god, my mom was calling <laughs> me too. How weird is that? Um,
0: so weird. But I just feel like there's something isolating about that he's trying yeah. to uh, both like of our it.
1: moms they're sensing a disturbance in the force and they're like let's <laughs> check on our girls."
0: my mom just texted me told me to tell me it's snowing at her house like oh no. it is april 10th and it is snowing in northeast pennsylvania that's where oh, we're that's, at in the world. that's insane mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anything else for them Yeah, so Dr. Pepper tells him, if you do feel that she's
1: lacking some of these skills, why not talk to her and try to work on these issues together? And it goes from playing soft instrumental music to tense music. And in the blink of an eye, always saying that during the first two weeks, he may have felt that way, but as of now, he feels she can handle her own. He's shown that she's shown that. So, you know, he's fine. Have you told her that? He hasn't told her that. It doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like it. Mm -hmm. And he says he thought bringing up issues as they arise would work, but for Katina, it just closes her off. And Dr. Pepper asks, so how does it feel now? And O says, his heart is big for Katina. And I just want to sidebar this. If you have an enlarged heart, please (laughs) see a doctor. You could, it could be a sign of heart disease. So please, do not let this go.
0: The more you know, the more you know. Medical minute.
1: (laughs) O has a big heart. Hard on for Canada. You know, that's what I'm thinking. No, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I don't blame him. And her he's he sees so much growth in her. And that seems a little condescending to me. Like, I see so much potential in this one. He works on two progress. levels. His
0: communication is two levels: condescending or scary.
1: That's yeah. it.
0: That she's grown up so much in this process. Oh, you've grown
1: up. Look, you know, you he claims girl? they've had real conversations you know, which really means off camera because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's been in private. So Dr. Pepper says, if decision day was tomorrow, what would you say? And he is squirming. And he says mm-hmm. he doesn't want to answer that right now. But mm-hmm. if she didn't want to be with him, he would he would be sad. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we leave them before the grand finale group scene. I'm okay. bad mouthing everyone. Take it away.
0: <sighs> All right. So now we're in the group scene and you know how much I hate when they get these couples together to do fake group activities. And this is indoor like sand volleyball. What is this? And I'm not the only one who hates this because Noi is clearly faking a headache to miss out on this nightmare. So Noi is staying home and they're all going to play volleyball. They show up. And did you notice Steve pulls up in his little RAV4? <laughs> he's so practical. <laughs> he had of <practical>. like <laughs>
1: and he's just like ready to play. Yep.
0: yep. Um, so Pastor Cal tells us that he and Pep will be watching the couples to see if their relationships are on the right trajectory. So the volleyball teams are Noi, Steve, and Lindsay on one team, Jasmina, Mike, O, and Katina on the other.
1: Well, Noe isn't there, so you mean Steve? Uh
0: no, Lindsay, Lindsay and okay. Mark and Steve.
1: Okay, so Lindsay the Ma's,
0: the Sharks, yeah. and Steve. Okay, sorry. Yes, you're right. Thank you for catching that. <laughs> so Mark and Lindsay and Steve win, and they dominate Steve dominated. Mm-hmm. And Mark and Lindsay are like, Oh, we won, Team Mar. I'm like, no, it was Team Moy because yeah. Steve kicked everybody's ass okay so then after the volleyball game they all sit down and steve is the chosen one and says so how's everyone's marriage going because you know that's what you do when you go out yeah. with friends right yeah how's married life mm-hmm. so mike and jasmina say they're in a better place with not a t- not a lot of time left and uh pastor cal and dr pepper are watching this from backstage and they approve of this mm-hmm. okay they're like yeah okay good Mark and Lindsay, Mark says they had some intense arguments and Lindsay starts to say something and drifts off like squirrel. Like (laughs) she sees a volleyball up in a roof and Pastor Cal goes, or up in the ceiling and Pastor Cal goes, she's diverting. Like when she wants to say something, she diverts. Okay. Uh, Lindsay tells the group that she and Mark are different and she gets emotional and Mark does nothing. And Pepper and Pastor Call are like, reach out to her. What are you doing? And Pepper's going, she made a bid. And I just wrote, what the fuck does that mean?
1: <laughs> well, maybe she doesn't want to the
0: op.
1: He doesn't want to. Hey, I don't
0: know. is like, my wife and I are doing very well. And I apologize for the. She's sitting right there. Yeah, he's and speaking I just, for both of them. I just wrote. He never calls her by her name. Like it's rare. It's always my wife. Yeah. My wife and I are doing very well. And I apologize to all of you for the dinner. Um, I care for my wife. I think you all saw that. No, that's not what that showed us. No, it shows us that you're insecure. and You're jealous and full of rage. Then he rips up Dr. Pepper. He's like, it's clear. He goes, Dr. Pepper said, it's clear you belittle your wife and make yourself more superior. Did she say that to him? No, no, she didn't.
1: He was the one that said, do I belittle my wife? Absolutely not. He's the one who used those words. he
0: That's projection right there. He's like, mm-hmm. she said, I belittle my wife to make myself look more superior. She never said that. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper never said that. That we saw. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she didn't. We didn't see it. So oh is like, I asked her, I asked her and my wife says, I do not belittle her. He and is just sitting there. He's just, just sitting like, there. Watching. Mm-hmm. He says, as an expert, you shouldn't do the he said, she said thing. And you know what? 90% of it was a waste. I could have met with an expert and spent time talking about my marriage, but I was catching Dr. Pepper up because she had no clue. And Pastor Cal and Pepper are like, whoa. And she's like, keep talking, Alonso Keep yeah, talking. She, she, I'm sure as a therapist, she recognizes this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper pop out. They're like, yay, we're here. And everybody's like, oh, shit. <laughs> we'll <out> <laughs> that <small."> was awesome. <laughs> so they they say they're here to to just kind of put the fine, fine touches on some of the advice and highlight some of the advice that they gave the couples. So they go couple by couple. So Owen Katina, Pep says uh, she tries to make a joke and it just falls completely flat. She's like, well, what I told the Lajuan in our meeting that he so clearly loved, and no one says anything. Yeah, she said I was simply giving him a chance to explain what the people who watch him every single day have told me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You may disagree, but we're not here to go back and forth. The important thing is your marriage is going well." Now, O tells the camera in a confessional where Katina is dead silent next to him and just oh looking God. up to she's him just for approval. At him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it didn't come out right. So I was happy that Dr. Pepper cleared the air, but this is our marriage period. Pastor Cal says Katina is a peacemaker and that's what Olajuwon needs in this world. He says, this woman is exactly what you need. Do you hear me? This woman is exactly what you need. And O says, i the one who gotta... dims their shine so that you could shine brighter. I don't Exa- think so. I know. I know. Olajuwon says I love that about my marriage I I mean I'm not in love I'm not in love Mm -hmm. but I love that she resolves things and Pastor Cal's like um I'm gonna stop you right there did you hear what you just said yeah and then he goes Pastor Cal has this thing guys if you've been watching this show for as many seasons as we all have he always does this thing like this fake it till you make it advice like if you act like you're in love the feelings will follow whatever so he goes into that again, like love is a decision and most people are in love before they th- before they know they are. Mm-hmm. So then we get to Mark and Lindsay and Pepper says, anger is exactly the thing that makes Mark shut down. Like it is his exact trigger. Yep. So Lindsay, you need to go to the hurt, not the anger. And she says, Lindsay was really reaching out to you, Mark. She really needed you there. And she was putting out a bid, <laughs> gonna murder everybody. And you <laughs> pulled away and Pastor Cal was like, she needs to know you're there, and Lindsay's like, This is so hard. And Pastor Cal goes, Hey, marriage ain't for punks. You know, I always say it, Marriage Ain't for Punks. That's that's, that's the name I of I my next album.
1: Well, Mary that's Mary the title punks.
0: of his book. Really? Yes. <laughs> so he goes, I'm gonna need you to woman up. Oh god, oh god. Oh god, okay. Now we get to Jasmina, Michael, Jasmina says they're growing and she's now more comfortable being vulnerable. And she thinks it's been a good conversation. The character is still between her (laughs) legs, you guys. (laughs) Pastor Cal says, are you okay with Mike initiating more? And she says in front of everyone, I'm not uncomfortable. I just feel nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel nothing when you touch me she says she just doesn't know a lot about him and and even dr pepper i think is like really like you don't know a lot about him he's told you his deepest traumas like I if know. that
1: doesn't tell you enough about him i don't know what will mm-hmm. and he likes your dog and he's making an effort like he's you score, yeah you you score so many points if you love my dog mm-hmm.
0: so well who could not love joey
1: I mean, Joey's the best. I mean,
0: he's fantastic. Oh,
1: I'm going to post a picture of him. Yesterday, he was wearing an Aerosmith hoodie because it was cold.
0: Okay, yeah. Put that up. (laughs) So Pepper says, you need to add yet onto your sentences because then it feels like a possibility and not a finite, right? So then they end by reminding the couples, you all wanted this. You were all matched deliberately. You can make it. Ding. And that's it. That's the end of the show. Yeah. So let's, let's do this again. Which couple as of right now, do you have the most hope for? I hate them all.
1: Um, <laughs> I, hate them all. I just feel like none of this is going to work out. Like even know. if people say yes on decision day, like in a few months or at the reunion, we're going to find out that they broke up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you would think that Stephen Noy would make it, but this, her her being passive aggressive and petty on the internet, like that's really gonna like fuck that up
0: because he's very mature and that's an immature behavior. Well, one of the things he says, I may have left this out. I apologize if I did. He did, oh no, this was on the after show. He said, um, one thing that Noy and I did is we formed a really strong bond really quickly in the beginning And he said, so like from the honeymoon to the next like two or three weeks, we had a really good time. And he said, so when we fight later, like we always know how good it could be. And we just have to get back to that time. I thought that was interesting. So I would say they're still on my top to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think
1: Katina and O will last because Stockholm Syndrome.
0: Yes. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) No <laughs> and um, he thought- everybody was commenting on your take on their hostage video <laughs> last
1: week <laughs> what what happened uh oh did and, i stare at the wasp nest
0: <laughs> and i agree i agree it was a hostage video so it was, it a was. Good- and now we're seeing a series of hostage videos yeah yeah
1: it's like katina blink twice mm-hmm. if you need help
0: I think Mark and Lindsay are just stupid enough to say yes on decision day. I really do. Yeah. And and they're not going to make it.
1: They're not going to make it. They're horrible for each other. She is everything that he is, that he doesn't
0: want in a partner (laughs) that he saw in his mother. Yeah. Yeah. They basically were like, oh, your trauma is your mother. Let's go find one. Let's go find one. Yeah, she'll be exactly. your mother. And
1: she tries to mother him. If you notice, she's like, My baby's trying sushi for the first time. It's real touch- bad.
0: Mm-hmm. It's bad. And he's one of those people, like, and anyone who has a toxic mother knows this. Like, there's th- that complicated, like, I need the nurturing, but I can't have all the other bad stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. Lindsay keeps him engaged enough with the nurturing, but then like the bad stuff comes up too. So it's like, yeah. Because
1: know. Lindsay can't do anything without getting, rec- you know, like, a reward. She's, like, very, like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll do this for you if you do this for me kind of yeah. thing. Like, look what I did for you. I, you know, wore hazmat suit to oh, your Oh, we're going to hear about apartment. that forever.
0: Yep. Let's, I'm going to make a bet. I'm going to make a wager with you right now. Okay. I get to keep Joey for six months. No! Give. <laughs> if- <laughs> just kidding (laughs) kidding. um no but i guarantee you you're probably gonna agree with me so there's no wager she will say the phrase hazmat suit on decision day do you agree
1: she's gonna say
0: yeah hazmat suit for him yeah it will come up a a hundred percent it will come up on decision day all right so now i have a next time on Mm -hmm. they go to this uh retreat in vermont which looks beautiful it does look nice We see Katina running away with an alpaca, (laughs) and O says, "Seeing my wife with these animals is so hot." I'm I'm not even going to unpack that a (laughs) lot. Then he says, uh, "Then the couples are playing a game, and the question is, who is most likely to start a fight?" And everyone chooses Lindsay, and Mark tells the camera, "Oh fuck!" And Lindsay's like, "Fuck all of you." (laughs) Okay, so that looks good. Then some blonde woman who I have no idea who she is. She must be the ghost of the farm that they're staying at. (laughs) She tells Jasmine and Michael, they will regret not staying in their marriage. Who is this woman? (laughs) She's like the dead farmer's wife or something. And then Mark and Lindsay are fighting and Lindsay is done. And then, then we see Lindsay jump out of a fucking moving car. And then she's in the hospital. And here see her in the hospital.
1: <laughs> like, What's happening? I think she might be, okay, because when I was like, she's going to just leave the thing, but maybe she's going to puke. And that's why she's opening a door because then she's mm-hmm. in the hospital.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if she got sick there mm-hmm. and he has to take her to the hospital. And she, some, I I don't, cause if, if she jumps off a moving car and ends up in the hospital, Steve, or Steve, listen to me, Mark needs to run, run yeah. away, Mark, <laughs> run away. Like, what flag. are you doing? She's like <laughs> jumping out of a car. Red flag. All right. So that does it for our coverage. We will be back next week. Leslie, yeah. tell us what you have going on over at Sister Girls. Well, we just released an episode
1: yesterday with um, the leasing of Hot Crazy is this just- this amazing band they're like new they formed like last year or around during the pandemic time Mm -hmm. and they're from LA and they have like a lot of influences by like the darkness and queen the high falsetto and that Mm. sexy rock 70s glam so they're really cool so check them out their single is manly in heels it's really good so okay. yeah, check them out at Sinister Girls, and thank you for people who had been listening because I was we were like on a bit of a hiatus, but I think because of this podcast, people were checking out Good. Sinister Girls. So thank you for that. I saw I saw the numbers. I see you,
0: Leslie. What would your take be if you walked into a local cider place with me, and the musician who's maybe in his thirties mm-hmm. started playing Logins and Medina? even though I ain't got money you know that one yeah. I'm so in love with you honey I love that song so much <laughs> would you or would you not slap me in the face as I was singing at the top of my lungs loving it would you throw up in a corner or would no, you just, I love you know?
1: when people are into music and singing along because I'm okay. usually that annoying person who sings along too
0: Okay, all right. So you would not judge me for my love no. of vloggings in Medina.
1: I love when other people are enjoying themselves at concert. I enjoyed myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's and all it matters. I yelled out Avid Brothers, and he played an Avid Brothers song.
1: I would have been like Aerosmith.
0: <laughs> okay, so we're kind of on the same plane here with our music. Yeah. I love Aerosmith. Full disclosure.
1: I'm going to Vegas to see them in November. Nice. I'm so excited. Nice.
0: All right, um, so over at Gen X, this is why we just watched on our Patreon, Stand By Me. Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. Oh my God, it's such a good movie. And my sister and I had a legit fight on the air over who's hotter, Jerry O'Connell or John Stamos. Now? Yes. John Stamos thank you no brainer
1: right John Stamos oh my god John Stamos today <laughs> yesterday when he was born at the day he dies thank F- you a. thank you thank god. you
0: yeah because you know his wife left him and is with Jerry O'Connell so we were yeah. having that whole discussion and my sister erroneously thanks Jerry O'Connell's hotter. no
1: like no Mm-mm. Nope. no no he has a weird face
0: yeah, I don't think anybody's hotter than John Stamos. John Stamos is
1: so hot.
0: He drinks the blood of young men. I think. I don't know what's happening. He's so hot.
1: He makes my teeth
0: sweat. Yep. All right, girls. So I'll see you next week. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Follow us at Six Degrees of Reality TV on Instagram. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. Leave a review. We've gotten a few new reviews. We love them. Keep them coming. A few of our bunkies are listening. We appreciate that so much. If you haven't if you haven't checked out um pink shade <laughs> pink shade uh mary Payne and aaron over there do a great job covering love after Lockup, 90 day fiance so highly recommend them and they've sent a lot of their bunkies our way so we're yeah very- they're like our, our mothership so thanks for listening and we'll see you soon bye